It's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of the Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Mask. And with me as always, a man I wouldn't trade for any less than three first round picks. Sean Dangler. Sean, what's up? Not much. That's very nice of you uh three first round picks for me yeah man you're like a franchise quarterback to me <laughs> i'm not trading you for anything less that's good i you're like four first round picks for me you're being gracious i'm more like a third round pick and i know <laughs> a third it round pick. i get it you know oh man can they even do that in the nfl draft trade that many draft picks huh yeah that's really? like uh three first round picks has probably never happened but yeah. like every time you see like the first overall pick get traded yeah. it's like for two first round picks and like, uh, a bunch of others I know uh, in the NBA you can't trade like consecutive think, years. Yeah, consecutive years because there's a stu- uh, old Cleveland Cavaliers owner. It's literally called the Ted Stippian rule because that guy like traded like a bunch of picks, a bunch of his first round picks, and just like screwed his team. I, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. the NFL. Uh, no, they don't do that. They're like trade whatever the fuck you want. Your team's gonna suck if you trade all these yeah. picks. So um, go ahead. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, well, it's an honor. Three first round rounders. Yes. So if I got any offers out there, three first round picks, I'll trade you. <laughs> um, From what of these th- first round picks? Who knows? But anyhow, yeah, I don't. <laughs> three first round picks at the buffet, you know, <laughs> car washes, whatever. Yeah, but but Sean, what brings this up? Yes, a big NFL player just got traded mm-hmm. last night after yeah. we're recording this. Yeah, um, Antonio Brown traded for zero first round picks. That's, get traded for a third and a fifth round pick to who you might ask? The Oakland Raiders. Oh, baby. John Gruden. Gruden Grinders. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, that's my, I don't know. My friend in college always did an impression oh, of like, Ryan Tannehill. I guess he was probably on that Gruden camp or whatever. Yes, that's why. I was trying to do that. I was wondering, like, where did that, <laughs> when was, he? I guess he did Monday football. I'm sure he said S- Ryan Tannehill. Sorry, that there. was a deep cut of my friend's impression. No one else. I knows. like it. Uh, but yeah, no, that's crazy. Uh, a third and a fifth. You, I would have thought he would gone for higher than that. At least a second. Yeah. Like, I get maybe because he was. You need to restructure his contract. Yeah. Maybe not a first. I would have traded a first. The dude's top five wide receiver in the league. Uh, yeah, for sure. But he's thirty. He's thirty-one or turning thirty-one, right? Yeah, but he he's come off six straight. 1,200-yard receiving, 100-yard receptions. Fine. I, I'm just saying. I don't like older players. You get on in, that, in the NFL, if you're not a quarterback, you get above the age of 30. It's a little dicey sometimes. It's true. Um, I also don't know. What is Antonio Brown, he's not really a – he's more a possession receiver, right, kind of? He, he's fat. He So he's one of those rare receivers who can play like a slot and like, yeah. like possession. But he can take the top off defense. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think I read last year that he was the best deep ball receiver in the league. Wow. Because he's only, like, 5'11 or 6 foot, right? Yeah, like he's not he's big. A, yeah, he's not a tall guy. Um, He's just, like, really good at contorting his body in the air and, like, yeah. getting open, I guess. So oh, I don't know. I, I When I saw that he was 31, I was like, I don't. I mean, I, I get it. I guess he's a really good receiver. But I'm just hesitant when they're that old. But in the NFL, it's pretty easy to get off to of yeah. a player pretty easily. Well, I read, so his big thing was he wanted guaranteed money, and they uh, restructured his contract where he's getting 
like an extension for like three or four more years. Yeah. The but, Raiders did yeah. this? Yeah, okay. it was like they got the trade and then restructured oh, the contract. Wow. So this all happened while all of us were asleep last yeah. night. <laughs> um, NFL, crazy, right? Yeah. But uh, he got $50 million and 36 bits guaranteed. That's pretty good. Yeah. So... Over how many years? How many years? I think it was three or four. It will probably take him to when he's like not in the NFL anymore. Yeah, or he's not useful in the NFL. I would guess. Um, What did they trade when they traded Crab? Not Crabtree, Cooper, Amari Cooper. They got a first round for him. Yeah, first round, and then they just traded a third and a fifth for Antonio. I'd say that's a pretty good deal if you're looking at that from going to Amari Cooper to Antonio Brown, though. That's what I'm thinking. Like. Not only did you get a first-round pick for Cooper, which yeah. is probably an oversaw on Cooper. Yes. You just got one of the better receivers in the NFL for a third and a fifth. Yeah. So now you get to keep all three of your first-rounders and get Antonio Brown. Yeah. It's a great deal. I don't, The only thing is I'm not 100% sure how he's going to mesh with, like, John Gruden. I think uh, Antonio Brown, his he seems to have an interesting history just in – football with dealing with people and just like his personal life stuff yeah uh it doesn't seem like he's the best human being on the on the earth in a way uh that he's done some interest i think he's more focused on fame i shouldn't talk i feel so dumb talking <laughs> about this but uh i think he he can he well obviously he got his way out of pittsburgh yeah uh, by kind of just moping about it type of thing which is fine i mean i support players doing whatever they gotta do but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it might. Yeah, I think it'll either work really well or it will just combust. <laughs> yeah, but even then, what, you gave a third and a fifth round pick yeah, for it. it wasn't you, that you're bad. You're spending a lot of money, though, is the one thing. But yeah. The Raiders have a lot of money at this point. Um, they're going to El- Las Vegas next year, so oh, they need yeah. like some big names. That's true. That does give them the big name value going there. Yep. I mean, Derek Carr isn't you know the biggest of the names. <laughs> they still might draft a quarterback. You think so? I don't think so, but they could. They got three first-round picks. Derek Carr was a good quarterback like two years ago. Yeah, but he was a bad quarterback <laughs> those other years. Was that was he? I don't know if he was bad. He wasn't. He was average, wasn't no, he? No, I, I think this last year he was average. He threw for like I think his career high in yards. But yeah, I think he threw a lot of interceptions, oh, which okay. is a problem in the NFL. <laughs> It's uh-huh. a problem anywhere, honestly. Yeah, true. If you're playing high school quarterback and throwing interceptions, you're probably not very good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't – so there's also this thing where, like, he might have a domestic violence thing going against him. Yeah. Um, the reports I, – I can't tell if they're very, like, low-balling what happened or yeah. if it was just, like, a non-altercation like thing that kind of got blown up. Yeah. So there's that where, like, maybe he won't get a play. So – Maybe they're paying him a lot of money for him to be suspended for right. half a year. Hey, all I know is David Irving, uh, the former Cowboys D lineman, just smoked up a bit, lit a blunt up on Instagram, and was like, "I'm done playing football." Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Guys, would rather have his weed than get hit, which kind of makes sense, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you have the money and you don't have to, why not? But yeah, all right, whatever. That's a sidebar, but it's, uh, that's interesting, though. I mean, <laughs> you don't see that every day. No, I. It kind of made sense if you look at the point of like, if he's hurt. I mean, a good way without getting addicted to like you know, painkillers yeah. is, is to smoke weed instead, and that's you know, makes sense that he would want to do that. It's kind of dumb. I mean, I I did. I think the NFL it really shouldn't matter if they're smoking weed as long as they're performing well. I mean, a team can not play a guy if he's just high the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> it's. 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, that. obviously, it's not legal in the U.S. technically, so it's like you can't really. It is do in it. some places. Yeah. though. that's that's the problem. Not in Texas, though. Yeah, not in Texas. <laughs> Texas is not. Um, probably won't be for a while. No. Uh, yeah, I, Antonio Brown. I over. I mean, for the Raiders to yeah, just give up to get a first for Amari and just give up a third and fifth for Antonio Brown. It's it's a good deal on their end. Oh, definitely. It's. Exactly. I mean, they essentially traded Amari Cooper in a third and a fifth for a first and Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah. Which is a definite win. Yeah, that's a definite – that's a good trade. Um, I guess for the for the Steelers, I mean, I, I'm not worried. They always are really good at making good receivers, like weirdly. Yeah. So I'm not concerned that they're losing. I, I'm pretty sure they're probably pretty happy because they had – They still I mean, got Juju. They still got Juju. And taking Antonio Brown out of that locker room is one less, you know, volatile person, I would say. Yeah. Even though Ben Roethlisberger is kind of a moody man, too. Uh, well, see, that's the thing. Like, all reports coming out that, like, the reason he wanted out, Le'Veon kind of wanted out, is, like, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> like, is it just a big old, like, crybaby about stuff <laughs> and, like, can take no criticism. Yeah, that's why. I, I don't know. I think it, maybe it's from Deadspin or something I was reading stuff or somewhere else. But, like... Yeah, Roethlisberger is just can he's just like can go into the media and just criticize his team without them, and they like his team can't criticize him back. Basically, like he is full reign. Like the the ownership of the Steelers are solely on Roethlisberger's side, so he can pretty much do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, and that probably is rub players the wrong way. Yeah, I'm sure it rubs players like the wrong way. It's one thing if he's like criticizing like my backup like running back who is on a rookie contract. Yeah. It's another one you're on Antonio Brown <laughs> and you're also like a five time all pro. Yeah. And you're like, why can I not critique this quarterback who's not getting me the ball right? Yeah. Um I don't know. Well yeah, it, it'll be I'm sure the Steelers will be fine uh with their coming up with another receiver. I Le'Veon Bell finally who okay, this is something I listened on the, the Bill Simmons podcast they talked about. But who do you think Le'Veon Bell We'll sign with. So I listened to the same podcast as you did. Okay. <laughs> and they were these guys are totally underselling what Le'Veon Bell is like his suitors are gonna be. Yeah. And it's probably true. He's not gonna get them like super high money he was looking yeah. for. I think that was more of like a aim high mm-hmm. deal, like middle ground. Yeah. Um but he's still like a one of the better running backs in the league. Someone's gonna sign him. Oh yeah, someone's gonna sign. Yeah, he's definitely not gonna make the money he thought he would make. Um, because running backs are just there's so many of them and they're it's hard for them to stay healthy after a certain age, basically. Yeah. It's like a proven thing. Like 30, most of them are just go downhill. Um, yeah. Some, he'll, someone's going to go out and sign him because he's a good player. Like he's a phenomenal player. He's a pass catcher and can run the ball like very well. He's complete. He can block, pass, run like, he's like David Johnson, but better. Yeah. (laughs) There's, there's a reason he was a, the all pro the two years prior to this one, he sat out. Yeah. He's good. Um, and he also didn't play last year, so guess what? Fresh legs. Yeah. Um, so uh, back, the, back to the question you sent me. What was that? Who's he going to sign with? Yes. Um, Should he sign with the Rams? Because I saw there was a report Todd Gurley has an arthritic knee. Oh, we going to get into this? Yeah, we can get into this. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've heard again. So after the Super Bowl, I heard, like, they should release Todd Gurley. They should trade Todd I Gurley. I say that. <laughs> People have been saying it. <laughs> And then I was like, all right, this will die down in the offseason. People will, like, relax. Yeah. This thing comes out, and it all comes back up again. Like, 
Oh man, they shouldn't have paid him that money. Yeah, you shouldn't. You should just trade him. Like you can trade. You made the Super Bowl without him. All right, guys. <laughs> Two years ago, Todd Gurley was the offensive player of the year. Yeah. This last year, he was even better. Yeah. And didn't play two games. Oh. Yeah. He's still probably the best running back in the league. Yeah. Maybe you don't give him the ball four hundred times a year, and it'll be all right. Yeah. Get pay the guy the money <laughs> so you can keep the best running back in the league. And then give him the fucking ball <laughs> when you need him, and not in games when you're whomping the 49ers 49 to zero. <laughs> but Arthur Agnew, whatever, he's gonna be fine. This is also the same thing a few years ago. They're like, oh yeah, Miles Jack, you know, might not want to like draft him in the top t- ten because yeah. his knee might not be too good. Well, four years later, he's one of the better linebackers in the league. So, oh, oh when his knee goes bad, like when it's bad, bad. But it looked pretty bad. He wasn't playing that well at the end of the season and into the playoffs. They weren't putting him out there as much. I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> All right. Like I said, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't trade him at this point. You would hope that the off-season program that he's probably doing would help. Yeah. Rejuvenate the knee if it's truly arthritic. It's just one of those things where, like, at the beginning of the year, you got to like kind of work his workload a little better. Yeah, manage like, it. We watch. I watched games last year where he was getting the ball thirty sometimes a game in blowouts. Like, yeah, you don't need to do that. Give, that's when you need your C.J. Anderson or someone to take the ball for. Yeah. And then down the stretch, Malcolm Brown got hurt before C.J. Anderson. He was the only back they had. Yeah. So like that's when his knee got aggravated because they couldn't split carries with anybody. So that's true. Sign Le'Veon Bell. There you go. No. Thunder and lightning in the backfield. Do not pay <laughs> Le'Veon Bell any money. By the way, it would be thunder and thunder because those guys are both huge backs. Okay. Um, but Le'Veon's going to make less than probably Todd Gurley will. Yeah, fair. I bet he makes somewhere in the range of uh, – I saw like Jer- Jarek McKinnon's numbers. I oh, bet he makes God. similar to that, but he makes more guaranteed money. Mm. A lot of people are getting, like, they're going towards more guaranteed contracts, which is great for the NFL. Um, for the NFL or for the players, you mean? For the for the players. It's I great assume. for the players. It's bad for the teams. Yeah. But it's a great look for the NFL because, like, yeah, they're, okay. you're paying your players. Actually. You're actually paying your players and not just cutting them after a year. Yeah. That's, like, the dumbest thing with those contracts is it's like, oh, he's getting a, like, a 200 or, a, well, like, a $100 million contract. 20, 20 million's guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and yeah it's like, so he's getting paid twenty million. Yeah, he's getting paid twenty million, and then he'll get cut or has yep. to renegotiate down. Yeah, but I bet he gets similar to that with yeah. more guaranteed. Um, Zeke Elliott's gonna get more than all of them combined, or all of them anyway when he restructures. Really, you think so? I bet that dude has had. He's been in the league three years. Has yeah. two rushing titles. Okay, and has been the focal point of their offense. Like that's true. It's even more of. He's even more important to the Cowboys than Todd Gurley is to the Rams. Oh, so I bet he gets paid that's more true. than Dak, both of them. Dak Prescott's a pretty average quarterback after yeah. his rookie year where he was really good. He's been pretty lukewarm. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, the first year Zeke was in the league, they yeah. made the playoffs just running in ball with him. Second yeah. year, when he was out, they sucked. When he came back, they w- would have made the playoffs if he mm-hmm. was there the whole year. And now they got Jason Winden back this year to uh, um, lead them to the Super to Bowl. stand around and talk to the younger tight ends. I, yeah, I don't know. That's that's such a weird thing that he was in the in the booth, and then he's like, "All right, I want to go back and play." Do you hear like one of the reasons they think why? Well, it, it, people didn't like Jason Witten as an announcer. 
that was part of it. I yeah. Think. <laughs> but they were also saying that he uh, wants to be like an NFL coach, so they think this will like transition into a coaching role. Oh, uh, I mean that would make sense. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just go be a coach right now, though. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's easier to go. I don't know. For him, he's been around a lot enough. I don't think anyone would be like, no, I don't want you to coach. You have to yeah. be a player again and then coach. Yeah, hold on. We got to put you as a player. Then yeah. we're going to make you a coach after a year. Yeah. Jason Garrett better watch out, man. Jason Witten might. What if, what if, because I don't think they extended Garrett's contract yet or something. I don't think they did. Either. What if <laughs> they have a mediocre year, Garrett gets fired or leaves? Witten becomes head coach. What if that's the plan the whole time? Player coach? Player, player <laughs> coach in the NFL. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be – I mean, I'm sure that happened, like, when the NFL was, like, very starting out. But that would be insane today if that oh, happened. Yeah. It would be – all right, we're going to run a tight end screen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> me. To me. Give me the ball. That's crazy. It's crazy to think in almost every sport. Like, the NBA had that at one point. Baseball definitely has had it. Where it's like a player manager or a player coach. Like, how could you even do that? That's like to be a player and then be like making in your head, like, what adjustments do I need to make? You know, it's funny, though, because at some point people were probably like, you mean there's a coach who isn't playing? How are they going to know how to do it? <laughs> like, they're not in the game. They don't understand. Yeah, they don't it. understand that. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Now we're going to go back to it. Like, we need a player coaches again. I'm sure someone at some point it will happen. Well, LeBron James pretty much does anyway. Oh, yeah, but look where that's turned out this year for the Lakers. All right, we might get to that later. <laughs> We've gotten way off on tangent. I All still right. haven't even said where Le'Veon's going. All right, yeah, I was going to get back to that. Where do you think Le'Veon's going to um, end up? Honestly, I so everyone was saying like the Jets or the Colts, yeah. which makes a lot of sense because mm. neither of them have like a bell cow back who yeah. they give the money or give the ball to. God, and the Jets sound perfect. Like the perfect team that would go out and try to sign him, and then he would be terrible for him. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's. I don't think the Jets are going to do it. I think they've come out and were like, "Yeah, we're not going to go after him." Yeah, and then the Colts would be good, but yeah, the Colts would be really good because they have a, actually a good football team. Yeah, but I think they drafted some backs last year who like they have yeah. like committee who could do a lot. Yeah, they them. had Marlon Mack and um like Ni- Nigene Harris or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or something like that. I had Marlon Mack on my fantasy team. That's the only reason I know. Did he that. do well? Yeah, he was a pretty good back. Like I think one uh, I think yeah, it was kind of by committee a little bit, but I think one of the backs got hurt and then Marlon played a little more, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think ideally like without if you didn't care about salary cap or any of that, mm-hmm. I feel like the 49ers would be the perfect team, but they have they're paying a bunch of money to McKinnon to be their back. So I don't yeah. think they'll bring in Bell unless for some reason they can trade McKinnon, but I don't think they would. Who would want him? Yeah. <laughs> he had that one good year with the Vikings and then got hurt last year and is now just a huge contract. Yeah. So. Um honestly, I think it's going to be someone like uh either the Packers or like yeah. the Patriots, someone like that, mm-hmm. where he can—he's not going to get as much money. Packers would be, but he's going to get on one of those teams. I don't—I don't know for sure who he'll go to. God, Patriots would be—that'd be so dumb if he went to the Patriots. Oh. I don't think he would. He'd have to take a huge pay cut. Yeah, like a hu- because the Patriots don't pay the, for that. But that might be so crazy that that's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it, I could totally see it. Like Le'Veon Bell signs with the Patriots for a one-year prove-it deal. And like, yeah, he's an all pro for him. And oh yeah, he'd be. Tom I mean, Brady he just dumps the ball off too. Yeah, he'd here. be way better than any of the running backs they've ever had, really. Yeah, because all they have are like, they have freaking Rex Burkhead back there. Yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> that guy sucks. 
his name's Rex, and he's, he's a probably, white guy. Yeah, but he's probably tough. I you know. don't you don't name a kid Rex if he's not tough. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it's like uh, I yeah, Bell Hill. I, I like the pa- the Packers would be interesting um, because the Packers have no one besides Aaron Rodgers. At at which point in uh, his career is it's like, do you think Aaron Rodgers is overrated or underrated at this point? After last season, I think he's kind of overrated. I do too. Not not so. Let me say this: He's still the best quarterback in the league. I think you, you still believe that, even though Tom Brady is just like winning championships left right. and right. Tom Brady did not win that championship. <laughs> that was a Patriots team win. That was like an 0-3 Patriots win right there. All right. Um, but I think he's the best quarterback in the league. But he's not like a game destroying quarterback anymore. I don't think. Nah, I, yeah, I don't think he can whip his magic around as much as he used to. Like last year, like before the season, people were like, "Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Like they're winning the AFC North by a yeah, lot." And yeah. He, he's just they not that not. not that good anymore. He's still, I think, the best quarterback in the league, though. Yeah. So I think he's a little overrated. Mm-hmm. What do you think about uh, with his quarterback talk? What do you think about Nick Foles? I think it's rumored he's just going to go to the Jaguars or something, or did they sign him? I don't remember. Um, I don't sure. think you can sign him, or maybe you can at this but point. But like, yeah, yeah I, I I know that's been a pretty big rumor is that Foles is going to go and be their quarterback because apparently they're just getting off of Bortles. Apparently, which makes sense. Yeah, I think, I think they can cut him and just like take the cap hit. Yeah, and then they're like, cut, like they cut like uh, Malik Jackson, Carlos. They cut a bunch of like really good to decent players. Yeah. So, so I guess do you think? Am I? What's the question? Am do you I, think they'll be? Do you think that's a worth good signing to bring in Nick Foles? Do you think it's going to move <laughs> the needle on the Jaguars like at all? I mean, Man. they'll be better than Blake Bortles. I think he'll be better than Blake Bortles, but Nick Foles has been pretty shitty everywhere but the Eagles. <laughs> that's yeah, the thing. so that, that's my whole thing. I I hate to bring it back to the Rams, but I watched this happen on the Rams. <laughs> they brought in Nick Foles to be like yeah. a competent quarterback, yeah. and then he wasn't a competent quarterback. He sucked. Was that in Los Angeles when he was? No, that was St. Louis. Louis still? Oh. Um, second last year of St. Louis. Oh, okay. Um, I don't. It's got to be a good signing because yeah. that's your whole thing last year is like our quarterback's position sucks. Yeah. And we have a great team, but no one to throw the ball pretty much. Mm-hmm. So we're not a good team. So you got to upgrade somehow. Yeah. It just, it kind of, I like the signing, I guess I should say. I would have rather them take Teddy Bridgewater because I think you could get him for less. Yeah, where is younger. old Teddy still at? Is he? Well, he's free agent right now. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, there's rumors you might go to like Miami or re-sign with the Saints, but I think you sign Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. for less, and then bring in a cor- another young quarterback, like a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I don't know what their pick is, but yeah, if they could maybe trade up in the draft or draft just a I think they're seventh or seventh. Yeah, what is it or seventh or eighth? Because what the two quarterbacks is Kyler Murray. They think people think is going to go pretty quick. Yeah, and. Uh, Ohio State, the Dwayne Has- Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Well, I've I, seen them, and I've seen Drew Locke go in the top ten too. Who I don't know who. Drew he's Locke Missouri. Is. He's Missouri. Court. He's pretty much. Uh, remember that Josh Allen, who's plays for the Bills yes. now. He's like that. He's similar to that. He's but the he's, prototype. But he's better throw. He can yeah, actually okay. throw the ball. Okay. Throw the ball. Air throw quotes. The, Josh Allen. He's a scrambler, man. Hey, man. The dude won games last year. <laughs> he did. Um, won against the Jaguars. He talked a ton of shit. Towards yeah, him. that is. Very true. But I think it's a – all in all, I think it's a okay signing. Um, yeah. If it works, obviously awesome. Um, 
like you're not going to get the return you want for what you're going to pay for him. Because mm-hmm. um, you kind of have to strip your team down. Yeah. And as we've seen the last few years, like those like fringe good players that you never think about yeah. are the difference between like winning the Super Bowl and, you know, not making the playoffs. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I mean he's he's definitely an improvement over uh um uh <laughs> Blake Bortles. Definitely yeah. an improvement. Uh but yeah, I don't think it's gonna make the Jaguars better than the Colts or anything in the AFC South or whatever. No. I don't think so. Even at all. the Texans. Like I d I don't think it moves Who's the other team in the Titans? Titans? Maybe the Titans. Is it is it bad? I know, I know we say this every year when we do our previews and everything, yeah. but every year I think about the NFC South or the AFC South. I'm like, man, that division's stacked, and it's not. Yeah, it is weird. I I feel more confident going into this year though because Andrew Luck seems like he's back as a quarterback, and yeah, uh, uh, compared to years past, Deshaun Watson seems like he's good too. And I Mark- love Marcus Mariota. Yeah, you love him. I do not. I, I just paid Sean for that bet today. <laughs> yeah, I got my bush light. So Pretty nice. Um, did you know this fact? I was reading about uh, Bob Kraft. <laughs> not kind of for the reasons of him being... We, have, uh, we haven't mentioned this on the podcast uh, yet. It's sad. I mean, it's sad the, 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 for the, the women that were there because they were kind of forced to be there doing that stuff while Bob Kraft wanted to just get a hand jibber type yeah. of thing. <laughs> it, it sounds like it was kind of like a weird like sex slavery. Yeah, that's not great. But the fact that he did that on the day of the AFC championship game is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let me go do this quick and then fly up there. Whatever. So I was looking at that because like when he – Bob Kraft like trying to – not weaseled, but like kind of worked as what he always wanted to own the Patriots, mm-hmm. and so like he kind of like like got in a little minority or something, something like that, and then like someone else bought the team, and then finally he bought the team. Like Patriots had some shitty owners in there yeah. before he bought the team, but then to get the Gillette Stadium, he threatened that he was going to move the the Patriots to St. Louis before the Ram, like before the Rams oh, had yeah. gotten there. I had never known that. And that's why it, where the Rams had played the stadium they played, mm-hmm. why that was built, because they thought the Patriots were coming there. Oh, the uh, Edward Jones yeah. or whatever it is now? Yeah, and then he ended up, Boston paid up or whatever, Foxborough, whatever, paid up, and then he got a stadium, and then the Rams ended up coming there. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know that. I didn't know the Patriots. It was like, it seemed like it was pretty far down the path that they were, like, St. Louis was building that stadium for them. I knew that they had... That at one point the Patriots were going to St. Louis. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought it was before Bob Kraft. I thought he bought them and then, like, they didn't go. Yeah, but I didn't. I never knew that. I story. think it was that. It was on Wikipedia. So if anyone wants to so fact definitely check me, right, definitely right. I always trust Wikipedia. Got me through schooling. So yeah. definitely right. <laughs> definitely right. Uh, so that was interesting. But tying back to another former Rams quarterback, Case Keenum, uh, got traded, I believe, to the Washington Redskins. Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh for the Redskins. I don't think Keenum's getting paid a ton of money, so it's a decent trade for them because they needed some quarterback. Because I think Alex Smith's uh, recovery, if he even ever comes back to the NFL, because he's a little older, is taking a long time. So yeah, I think it's paying. I th- I mean, it's not gonna again. It's like the Jaguars. I don't think it's gonna make the Redskins like way better, but. It's better than having Josh Johnson or Colt McCoy there as your quarterback. Yeah, they were going in with Colt McCoy, which the inner college football fan loves that. Yeah. Like, oh, Colt McCoy finally gets a shot 10 years in the league. But After uh, his, like, 13th time getting a shot. Yeah, exactly. 
I, I think that's a good one because yeah. I think I re- read somehow that they restructured their contract. So Case Keenum actually makes more money. Yeah. But the Redskins actually saved money on the cap. That's good. So it was kind of a like win-win for them, and it was a win for the Broncos because they had to pay less. It was somehow like a win for all parties involved. Yeah. And Keenum's definitely, like you said, better than the quarterback options they yeah. had. Um, he's. I think we're kind of realizing now that that one year in Minnesota is like a flash of lightning in a bottle. Oh, yeah. But that's never happening again. <laughs> Yeah, especially now with the Redskins. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that it gives them a competent quarterback, and I think this is a perfect situation where you draft a quarterback in like round two or three, yeah, and like see if you can develop them. Yeah. So. Because you know what, the Broncos are probably getting Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they're uh, they're rolling with a big old Flacco. I, I don't know, man. Joe Flacco looked pretty dumpster fire. I could see him maybe having that. He's not going to be the Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning first went there. He might be like Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning's last season there when he was a dumpster fire. Oh, that'd be rough. I don't think he'll be that bad. But, yeah, I don't think he'll be as good as Peyton Manning in his first year. Oh, no, they're going to regret that trade. Yeah. Um, definitely. They they also need to, like, draft a quarterback to. Yes. He, he could be, even though, from what I've heard, he wasn't very good with, like, rookies in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's not the best dude to be, like, Hey, learn from this guy. Yeah. But, yeah, this is a weird year where there's been, like, a decent quarterback carousel. Yeah. And everyone's like, eh. (laughs) Yeah, it's all, like, mediocre quarterbacks. It's all – it's no, like, life-changing quarterback. It's just all quarterbacks that are, like, well, they're competent enough. Yeah. Which, that's what it always is on free agency. We always just talk ourselves into, like, well, this dude's the, like, answer. Yeah, he's the answer. So – uh, yeah. So that I don't know. That I don't. Know. I think the thing though is for the Ravens. I'm still not all a hundred percent. I like Lamar Jackson. He's in, fun to watch, but I'm not a hundred percent in that he's gonna be like. He's probably better. He's better than Joe Flacco is at this point. His potential, obviously. Yeah. But I could see Lamar Jackson just flaming out this year, and he's done. Like, ooh, you think he's like out of the league this year uh, like? no but like it's like he is not a full-time starting quarterback in this league Ooh. you know i i could see it going the other way but oh, i yeah. could see it going terrible and then it's just like i mean not that joe flacco was gonna turn anything around this is definitely gonna be, you're right this will be the year where we figure it out because yeah. last year was kind of one of those things where he sat behind flacco a lot like didn't get like first team reps yeah. so when he got in, it was like, we're just going to run triple option pretty much with him. Yeah. Which is, you can get away with sometimes, but then when someone exposes it in the NFL, it probably will never work again. Yeah. So he's going to have to show this year that he can throw the ball effectively. Otherwise, you're right. He'll, he'll They'll be like, well, this is Tim Tebow 2.0, and we yeah. can't r- run an offense through him. So Yeah. Um, he's better than Tim Tebow, though. Tim Tebow was the worst quarterback to ever like be in the NFL. So here's the thing. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's too far, but I did not like Tim Tebow. I, I didn't either, but the dude won games. Oh, my God, yeah. I know. That stupid miracle game that they won when he was in the playoffs yeah, with the Broncos. Yeah, threw a bullet to Demarius Thomas, and Demarius Thomas outran the whole Steelers team. Yeah. Speaking of a guy who's out of the league, Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Did, did he retire? Or did he? Oh, he's cut. They cut him. The Texans cut him. Yeah. He also, like, tore his Achilles, so yeah. he's probably not playing this year. Yeah. And... He was kind of on the downturn of his athletic prime anyway. So. Yeah. Like, 
Like Eric Decker has been out of the league for a while, and I remember like he was for a couple of years there. He was good, and then it was like yeah, he went to the Jets, and boom. then boom, he's gone. Um, Sean, did you see my favorite signing so far of the NFL season? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a hint. It's yeah. a Rams signing. Okay, because John Coon retired as a Packer, so I knew it wasn't that. Um, didn't know that guy was in the <laughs> league still. I, I don't know if he, how long. I think he played for the Saints. I feel like for a hot minute, but. Did they just go coo every time he touched the ball? <laughs> well, that's what they did for the Packers. I know that. Uh, no, I do not know what you're for the Rams. Yeah, so they signed safety Eric Weddle. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Signed him to a two-year contract, so they up hypothetically upgraded from LaMarcus Joyner to Eric Weddle. That's good. Weddle's he's older, though. Yeah, that, so that's the one thing I'm scared of with it is uh, he's debating retiring before he signed the contract, so yeah. it's like, Ugh. I'm pretty sure he said, didn't he say, like, going in, if like the Ravens cut him, he'd just retire, but then he changed his mind. I think so. I uh, the only thing I he's played well the last few years. So yeah, it's not like he's like on the downturn yeah. yet. Yeah, but yeah, he's old and he's uh kind of an old school safety. So yeah, I I like the signing, but it could also not turn out well. But if it does turn out, Rams defense is that much better. Yeah, are they bringing back Sue or any of that? I bet they bring back one of Sewer Dante Fowler. Uh, um, who, do you, who do you have? Who do you rather take? Oh, Fowler. Okay. Um, Sue, Sue gets a bad rap where he didn't have the numbers last year, but yeah. he, he did a lot of the dirty work for him. Yeah. But I think you can pay someone a lot less to do the dirty work for you. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would actually rather them re-sign Roger Saffold, but it se- seems like he's not going to. He's a offensive lineman for him. Okay. He's really good. Deep cut Rams talk right yeah. there. <laughs> He's probably the best guard on the market yeah. right now, but uh, yeah. right. he's kind of old, so they probably yeah. won't re-sign him. They'll probably replace him internally. Yeah. So. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any other NFL free agency stuff or trades, any of that stuff. Did you see the uh, Browns traded um, Kevin Zeitler for Olivier Vernon of the Giants? No idea who any of those players are. Okay. Then no, <laughs> pretty much uh, the Browns traded a pretty good offensive guard for a backup D end. Weird. Yeah. Seems like a dumb trade. Yeah. The only thing is they have like a second round pick who they think they can replace the guard with, uh, and they want to like give their D ends a little more help. A little more help. So, well, I do know the uh, the Browns a while. This happened a while ago. They signed um, Hunt, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Did we ever talk about that? I don't think we did. That's crazy. It's like a very bad PR move. Yeah. Um, but the the I know the G, the GM was the GM in like Kansas City when he got drafted. Yeah. So, I mean, you connect the dots there. But yeah, Hunt did not do something good, and probably. But he's is he suspended though? Yeah, he's still on the uh, indefinite list the or? commissioner's list or whatever. Yeah. So he'll be, he'll be back at some point next year. Which is not great, but no, that's just—it's so stupid. <laughs> like football sense-wise, great move. Yeah, like he's a great, great football player. Yeah, um, could help your team, but like that's—that sends a very bad message. And yeah, and the Browns already have enough bad juju with their franchise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just terrible. And I get the whole like we want to give a guy a second chance yeah. and all that. It's just like too soon, man. <laughs> too, <laughs> too soon. soon. Um, Who was their running back? The Browns. Then they they had Chubb, wasn't it? Yeah, that that was also the thing. They, they, they had, had good Chubb back. and Duke Johnson, who are both pretty decent running backs. Yeah, I 
I guess it's just like, oh, well, we can just get a better player. So that's probably the thought process. But at the same time, is the PR – for them, it didn't matter, but is the PR worth this m- a little bit of an upgrade over Chubb? Which, yeah. I don't know. Chubb seemed to be – by the end of the year, he was fucking good. Yeah. So and he's not, I know that because he's he's younger. On, I cut him off my fantasy team, and mm-hmm. then it came back to bite me. He was a lot better on someone else's team. Yeah. How how would you take that as, like – Nick Nick Chubb, that's his name, right? Nick Chubb. I think so. How'd you take that? Like, I just had a great rookie year. Like, looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. they signed this guy who beat some girl in a casino. Yeah, um, you'd be pissed. I I wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah, I'd be like, what the hell, guys? Like, <laughs> didn't I do well? Yeah. Um, that'd be tough to take. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's kind of a weird one. Uh, other NFL, I think that's. Basically, at what's going on in the NFL. Yeah, we we went a little deeper on the free agency than I think we thought, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So overall, but tying this all in a bow with the NFL, Antonio Brown trade for the for both. I I think overall for all the parties, I think the Raiders came out ahead in terms of they didn't give up as much. Yeah, as if Antonio Brown wasn't trying to, you know, he had all the leverage to get out of Pittsburgh basically because he wasn't going to play for him. Yeah, and uh. So in other circumstance, I think a team would have to give up at least a first or a second. But for the Raiders, good for them. Yeah, I I find it hard to say that the Steelers come out ahead on this. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, getting that personality out of there I think will help them. Yeah. But they're losing an all-pro talent for very little. Yeah. So I, I find it hard that they'll be able to come out ahead. Hope, like you said, though, they – they grow wide receivers out there, so mm-hmm. they'll probably come up with some guy that we've never heard of is awesome next year. So, um, yeah, and definitely a win for the Raiders, I think. Um, oh yeah, if he doesn't implode in the first four <laughs> games. Yes. So. All right. Well, uh, I guess the other topic is uh, a little. Uh, we're getting here in March. It's March. March There's Madness. Some madness gonna happen. Uh, I'm actually going to March Madness here in Des Moines. When it comes on the Saturday games, oh yeah, pretty fun. Uh, I don't think Iowa or Iowa State, uh, and maybe you and I, if they win today, uh, will probably be playing there. But uh, it should be fun. Last year, last time there in Des Moines, two years ago, I was out at a bar with a friend of the show, Rizika, and mm. that was a pretty fun time. We were just drunk watching games. It was fun. So were the men here two years ago? Yes. I, I know the women. That was the first. That was the first time, and then this is the second time because it went so well the first time. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was a big team here last time? Do you remember? Uh, I'm pretty sure Indiana was here. Uh, I don't know if they're that good. I'm pretty sure Kentucky might have been here. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Um, that was probably the biggest team. Okay. And I don't know. That would have been what 2017. I'm not sure who would have been on that team. Probably someone who's drafting them. Oh, yeah. Time. There's definitely someone that's probably in the NBA was on that team. Yeah. But I don't remember specifically. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, March, like, I always forget that you have to wait, like, halfway through March for anything still to happen yeah. in college basketball. Because, as I've said many times in this podcast, I don't follow it <laughs> until right now. Yeah. It's so, the best time to follow it as long as the tournaments start. Yeah. So, we got conference tournaments starting here next the, week. The little ones have already started and are finishing up. Okay. Usually the l- the little conferences like the Missouri Valley and I don't know other the Horizon League or something yeah, like that the Sun Belt yeah they they finish up usually a week before because yeah the week 
of Selection Sunday is the, all the bigger tournaments. So all the little ones go early so they can get on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good on their part. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, so you and I, I, we can start with you and I since they play, and probably by the time this podcast will come out, they have already played. Um, but they somehow made their conference championship game. And I've followed them a little bit. I haven't watched too many of their games. They have not been that good this year. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I think I asked you at one point, I'm like, Sean, is you and I any good? And you're like, eh, not really. <laughs> they, I think their record is like 16 and 14 or something. It's a very average record. And I, they did, I think they played better in the Missouri Valley. Well, they ended up, they still got six seed, though, so they can't say they played that well. There's only 10 teams in the Missouri Valley. <laughs> uh, but I think at one point they were up near like fourth or third. So, like, I think the, the top two teams are pretty well decided, but in between, yeah, I think the middle of the pack, a lot of those teams kind of finished around the same record. Okay. Um, well, because I heard at one point they were like, third or something yeah. in the conference so like i i only like maybe two weeks left of the season i think i was watching i did i think i watched one of their games and they were talking about there is a way they can you know they can tie for the champion for the first place like some you know like the dumb like yeah teams have to beat each other then they can like when they didn't do that because mm. they're six and they got six seed but yeah they beat southern illinois barely they beat drake barely and now they play bradley who beat loyola which is great because i hate loyola because they all would wear gryffindor like um <laughs> uh scarves when they came down to st louis to play really yeah were they good when you guys no. were in college i was gonna say i didn't think they, they were, were bad they, they basically got good after i left was when they started because like last year they were really good yeah they and made I, the final four last yeah, year yeah right? and i was like they were not good when I was there. But partially, I think they were good because they got a couple transfers from, like, this guy who originally played at Iowa State. Um, okay. They got a transfer from there. I don't think he played much at Iowa State, but he was one. Of, he might still be there. But then they had, I think, a couple other guys that were good. But one one or two maybe graduated from the Final Four team. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, they're good this year, but not as good. And Drake? I heard Drake was pretty good. Drake was good, and which was weird because they weren't. It was their first year coach, and they had I think some younger talent. It's like they didn't have like great talent, but did yeah, they have they anybody good. from Iowa? Like any big names from Iowa? Um, I don't think any one that I not really. I don't yeah. think so. Their coach that was from is, is a Devries last name Devries, who is a f- from AP. He's a brother of the Jared De- Jared Devries who played in the NFL. Oh, yep. He actually played it. The Darren DeVries, he played for you and I, actually. Okay. Like the 90s. And then he, I think he coached at Creighton. He was out at Creighton for a long time oh. under first Dana Altman, who's now the Oregon coach. And then he stayed there when Greg McDermott went there. And then finally he got a head coaching job here in oh, Drake. Because cool. I think Drake wanted their the coach before uh, DeVries is Nico Medved or something, who was here for like literally a year. And then took the Colorado State job after Larry Eustace got fired or I forget whatever. So it was a stopgap job. Yeah. Yes. Essentially. That's what Drake has always kind of been. Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying to really get someone with like Iowa roots that so hopefully yeah, that hopefully he won't leave. Well, um, this is going back a ways. The last time I remember Drake being good and they made the tournament. Yeah. Do you remember who was did they have like a big name coach? Was then? it Keno Davis? I don't know if it was him. I don't remember. I just remember there was like the youngest Corver was on the team. Yeah. Or something like that. 
I don't. That was the an, a, Adam Emenecker year, I think. Yeah, probably because they were like thirty and three or some. They're yeah. really good, and they weren't. No one, I don't think, thought they were going to be that good. Yeah. Yeah, that was like twelve years ago. Adam Emenecker is now their like color commentator on the MediaCom channel because awesome. they show their games. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um. The. Uh. Yeah. I. I don't know. It could have been Keno, but like the same thing with Keno Davis was the same thing as uh, Dr. Tom Davis was Drake's coach for a while, who had coached at Iowa, and he was a good coach. Mm-hmm. Coach at Drake, and then he retired, and then he kind of retired when the team was good. So Keno came in, and then they did well, and then he went to Providence, and then I think he got fired <laughs> probably five years ago, almost at this point, probably. But okay, uh, yeah, he has always kind of been like a stepping stone. Drake used to be in like the '60s, like a really good basketball team, like they made the Final Four and that. Dang, but they're, you know, they really haven't been that that good. No, in our lifetime, I, that's the only time I, I yeah. remember them being good. But they were good. They were good this year. They, <laughs> it sucks for them because they probably. I mean, they had a chance of making the tournament. I think they had some injuries that caused them to lose to you and I. Um, are, are they? Do you think they're not going to make it at large then? No. The MB- NBC at this point is a one bid, one team league. Really? Yeah. It's unless I don't know. Maybe Loyola would get in. I doubt Drake would. Um, but since Wichita and like Creighton left, it's it's just not going to happen. That's crazy. I think they're just uh, the NBC is basically a one bid team or a one team. One bid league, unless like one team's exceptionally really good. And yeah. this year, while Loyola and Drake were good, I don't think they're that good. Dang. Okay. That's that's. Again. I don't know. I, I I if any team will go, it would be Loyola would get the at large just solely probably based on last year. Yeah. But and I mean they were the number one seed too. So yeah. It makes sense. But the MVC is just like well March Madness the selection committee they totally pick you know blue bud schools that are average the over na- names. Good, yeah. That's why Syracuse gets in every year, and they're fucking trash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they get in because they play that. And then they're all right in the tournament because they play that fucking trash yeah, zone that, defense. That defense that, that no, no one yeah, yeah, if you don't practice against it, like it can screw you up. So Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you and I wins today, beats Bradley, because um, that'd be ridiculous. You mm-hmm. and I, I think if they got in the tournament, even if Bradley got in because Bradley was the fifth seed in the tournament, and – United was six. I'm sure they they would be a 13th or a 14th seed. Damn. I don't think they would be I, because United's record's terrible. They did not do that well. So. Yeah. Well, I I didn't know they were good. Then someone's like, yeah, they're actually pretty good. And then you're telling me <laughs> that they're not actually that good. So it's been one of those they're, years. United's best player is a freshman point guard who's the coach's the assistant coach's son. Is he from Iowa? Yes, from Cedar Falls. Played at CF. Okay. Um, AJ Green. He's he's good. He can shoot. Like he's a shooter. Yeah. Um, but he's a pretty scrawny kid. Yeah, he needs to eat an off season. That happens get, a lot get, with college basketball. Get stronger. Players. Um, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't followed him enough. It was you and I just doesn't have a good post player. Like yeah. any player that stands out to me that is like there's no one in Seth Tuttle range. I would say <laughs> you're saying this name and I'm like I have no idea. You don't know who Seth Tuttle was? No, he was like their best player. Like when they made the tournament uh, when I was in college. Nope. <laughs> Don't know who he is. Wes Washburn. Oh my Rokmanesh. God! Jesus Christ! Uh, you definitely don't know who Paul Jesperson is. No, who are, who are <laughs> these people? All the good players when I was in college. That was when you and I was good. They were on there. They Did they beat the Kansas team. that year? No. <laughs> then no, I don't remember them. God damn it, Jordan! <laughs> All right. Um, 
All right. I talked about my alma mater, Jordan. Now let's let's talk about your alma mater. All right. Um, I don't know any of the players on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know my Bo- co- Bohannon. You probably know Jordan. Oh, Bohannon. I do know Bohannon. I know they're uh, the coach's kids on the team. And I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I went to state basketball this week. Oh, Saw yeah. Fran's son fucking lose to Dubuque Senior. <laughs> Is he good? The other kid? I don't know. I got there right at the end of the game, and it sounded like Iowa City West choked the game away. And then hmm. uh, McCaffrey's son, I think this one in high school is supposed to be the even the better one. Well, that's the one who had cancer, I'm pretty sure. Really? Oh, now I feel bad. But he is really skinny. Like, just, he's tall. But, mm-hmm. like, if they expect him to contribute right away next year, I don't see that happening because he is so skinny. Yeah, I think he's a very high recruit, though. Yeah. I think he's, like... He looks, he's so skinny, though, like, ridiculously skinny. Yeah, but you could do that in high school, like. Okay, get that. Okay, here, I got to go on a little rant, yeah, though, real go quick. On. <laughs> I, I Not even up. about McCaffrey. That's fine, let's hear it. This is actually going back to Drake. So, Drake is getting this uh, player from Grandview Christian, who played my brother's team in state basketball. So, I wanted to ask you how they did. Uh, they won in Montezuma. Uh, they beat their, the first their first opponent were they ranked higher than them before bishop garrigan yeah the technically i think it was like a was like a four or five thing so like it wasn't like okay that. but beat them came and found grandview christian and grandview christian had won it two years in a row grandview christian comes out and they have two six seven like and not string bean kids just like jacked Kids, I saw so this is a one A team. Yeah, I saw three or four alley oops in that game. No joke, and like, they were like flush, like straight flush. They weren't like a half ass alley oop. Like it was like above the rim, cock it back, throw it down. And one of those kids is going to Drake, and they're playing one A basketball in oh. Iowa. That's just bullshit. That's so like okay. How big were, they? were these guys? Like they're going to be playing offensive tackle somewhere big, or they're just like they're solid basketball players. they're solid that like they're okay. i think both these kids they came from africa um mm-hmm. they are they have like guardian parents that brought them here put them in like a private school type of thing like what the one that's going to drake i think he was playing at a prep school in like tennessee and then they, his parents brought him to iowa or whatever okay and then he's playing at this school and uh yeah i mean they're just really athletic like mm-hmm. skill wise they're not they weren't that great but they're just <laughs> way more athletic than any one a small farm town iowa school (laughs) so montezuma well they did montezuma was ahead by six at in the first half after the first half uh let's they just came out and they grandview christian won by almost probably 20 points in the second half just blew it off Derek, i I like the coaching adjustment to get out to the big league though (laughs) i like it if you're listening I, i appreciate it well they had them on the ropes i mean but you could tell it's just like once they the Grandview Christian had started, they did a boxing one because Montezuma's point guard is really good, mm-hmm. like a really good player. Um, they did that, but Montezuma's team could at least shoot. So if they found yeah. the right part in the zone, they'd shoot and make the three. So then they adjusted, and once Grandview Christian just went to man to man, their athleticism was like no Montezuma kid could get around oh. Grandview Christian. Yeah, and Grandview Christian crushed them. That um, happens. How, how big was uh, the money? What what's Monty's biggest kid? Like, I they six five. It, was it just one kid? Yes, and all the other kids are probably maybe six foot six one ish, yeah. but all skinny. 
like no beef on their bones, but these Granby Christian kids were just like just straight yeah. beefy. <laughs> That'll happen. That'll happen. <laughs> and then yeah, Granby Christian r- rolled them, then rolled Alburnett in the uh in the championship game to get their third title in three years. <laughs> Dang. So and one of those kids is going to Drake. That's my sidebar of just saying that's stupid. I believe all this is my thing. I believe all private schools in Iowa should just play in their own division. All public schools should just play. Yeah, I was kind of weird. We're like one of the few states that don't do that. Yeah, um, it's probably because we don't have enough private schools. Yeah, I don't know. But I agree. It's it, dumb. It's, it's unfair uh, because they can recruit in public schools. While I know it, I've heard more since I've lived in Des Moines. You know, public there's kind of recruiting goes on between the public schools. It's easier for a private school to just do that than a public school. Because yeah. at a public school, you have to, I don't know what it is at a private school. I think you may you have to sit out. But, like, I feel like at, at public school, it's harder even, I so feel like. So, the big thing I've heard is that they should make, since, like I said, we don't have a lot of private schools in Iowa. Yeah. What they should do is they should just make them play in the higher. Like higher yeah. So, like, the four A's or the three A's. Yeah. So, then they're competing against the larger pools. That's what I, I, I think Granby Christian, if, even if they played in two-A basketball, they'd probably still. I know North Lynn won two-A this year, and Granby Christian beat them last year in one-A. Yeah. So, like, I think they can easily play 2A. They could even, the only team Granby Christian lost to in the entire year was Iowa City West. Wow. The only school. Dang. So, uh, they the Granby Christian is literally, I think they're independent too because they just <laughs> crushed any school, any 1A conference. If they're in a 1A conference, they See, destroy it. Were they good when we were in high? No. We're, we're getting deep here. No, they were not. They really became a school, like really started focusing on basketball like maybe like five years ago. Where are they at? In Des Moines here. Uh, yeah. I they really started focusing. I think now, yeah, they've obviously built their their coach. I think he coached at Des Moines Christian, and they were they're better when he was their coach. Their coach is a good coach; like he can coach a game. Yeah. Um. Also, can get good players that just show up in Iowa on their <laughs> team. But whatever. I don't know. Dang. I'm more salty about this than I think my brother is. <laughs> yeah, probably. Derek, if you're listening. Great job on getting the state, man. Yeah, great job, though. Um, good. They'll be back. I think I think they'll be back. Okay. Hopefully, Granby Christian moves up a class or something. So then they yeah, have all the kids graduate. Yeah. But in 1A, it was like five of the eight schools were all parochial schools. Yeah. I, I guess there was always one team around us who makes state, which makes sense because yeah. it's usually regional. So yes. one team would make it from the area. Yeah. But uh, I never hear about any of them being that good. So and basketball, pr- yeah, that's probably sure. why it happens. Is yeah, all the like private schools, the better teams, in yeah. 1A, so, all right. Well, sorry, that's no. a long tangent back to Iowa basketball. Yeah, that's fine. Say. Going back to Iowa basketball, the actually, I know a decent amount. Of, I, there's a kid on the team named Cook <laughs> or Cooks who's yes. okay. Yeah, um, anyway, they started out really well. Yeah, they were top 20 yeah. team, they're like, a good team. They had some pretty good like buzzer beaters they beat michigan and iowa city which was a big win for yeah. them um and then classic iowa basketball <laughs> imploding in the second half of the season is happening yeah and i could see them not making the tournament i think they'll still make the tournament based on their record and that you think if they lose first game of the tournament of big 10 tournament they're gonna make I, I i mean obviously that would hurt their case more and I, they could but i still think they would make it i think their record's Still pretty decent, and they have beat early on in the season. They beat good teams. Yeah, I mean they have wins against Michigan, I think. And, yeah. Um, Here, maybe me. Michigan State. They might have got swept by Michigan State. I don't know. 
Yeah, they play. It looks like they play Nebraska maybe in their first game. So they should beat Nebraska. I heard Nebraska is trash. Really, they've been good. They're ranked this year. Really? Yes. Oh fuck. Or uh, they play. Okay, they must play. Maybe it's the end. Still, this might be the last conference game because they play Nebraska today. So. Oh okay. No, they're they're twenty one and nine. They've lost three in a row though, but they're twenty one and nine. Iowa. So. Yeah. I would think they would probably still get in with that record and with their wins. You're um, right. Tw- I thought they were worse than that. I thought they had double digit losses. Well, if they lose in Nebraska, they will. <laughs> True, they will. <laughs> if they lose in the tournament, I. Here's the thing about Iowa. I've told Sean this before. I tell people this all the time. Iowa basketball, they ruined me my years when I went to school there. Because yeah. the one year where they had marble yeah. and white and all them, they were like probably one of the 10, 15 best teams in the nation. Yeah. And they didn't even make it past the first week of the weekend of the tournament. Yeah. I, I, I'm sh- I think the only reason, and I'm sure this is a, Iowa fans would say this is a terrible take, but I feel like McCaffrey's only there is because his sons are like, that's the hope is that his sons will be good there or something. Cause he, I don't understand how he hasn't been fired yet. Cause he, they've, they've, they've been consistently all right, but they've never, they always seem to n- not hit expectations. So part of it is low expectations for <laughs> Iowa basketball. True, um, after the lick lighter years. Yeah. Part of it is he's a – I think he's a very good recruiter. Yeah. He's gotten some very good players there, like the year where – he was not good, but Woodbury was a great recruit. Yes. Um, Did not turn out at all. No. And who was the other kid who came in with him? He was their point guard. Uh, G- Giselle or Gazelle. Oh, yeah. I can't pronounce his last name. <laughs> And Peter Jack was good. Yeah, Peter, they, he had some good recruits. Yeah, um, I think that's part of the reason. Um, but he's just he's underperforms every year. I he infuriates me. Yeah, because every year at school would be like we start out really well. Yeah, and then we implode in the second half of pretty much the second half of the Big Ten season. Yeah, and it's happening in this year. Do you think it's because people just get the players get worn out by Fran maybe or not or do you think I think that's he just doesn't them? adjust well? Oh, okay. because it happens in games all the time. They'll play well in the first half and get blown out in the second <laughs> half. Yeah. He's very bad at adjusting, I think. Yeah. I think he's a very good recruiter because he's very personable, very energetic. Yeah. Like, can relate to their kids well. Yeah. He's just not a good coach, Yeah, I think. No. Um, where was he before this? I know you know Sienna, this. And it? they were good, right? Well, yeah, obviously, if he got hired on. I don't know how, how long he was there and if they were yeah. good for a while, but, yeah. And I don't know. I, I'm sure – I doubt they think, like, we got to keep this coach around so his kids are on the team. Yeah. Because if he he goes, they'll go. Yeah. Um. But that that's probably in the back of somebody's mind there. Like, yeah. these kids are supposed to be good. Let's keep them around so we get both yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah, I I do not like Fran. Um, I think Fran, I think, is a polarizing uh, for polarizing uh, figure for, I think, Iowa fans, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like some people really are behind him, but then other people are like, come on, man, this guy's a joke. So my roommate, my old roommate now, yeah. is, a, is a Fran fan. He, he <laughs> likes Fran. <laughs> a Fran fan. That might be trademarked by Iowa by now. I'm sorry if it is. The Fran fan. But uh, he likes him. He, like, he's like, man, he's great for Iowa basketball. He keeps him relevant, which yeah. is one thing. Like He has kept them in the national spotlight mm-hmm. very slightly. Um, which is something to say that hadn't happened before. Well, yeah, for the look. I mean, I was always historically been all pretty good at basketball, but Licklider really shot the team. I don't know. R- really, in my lifetime. In your lifetime, they they were good pe- for about three the years. Pierre Pierce era before yeah. he got caught. You know, 
yeah, like sexually assaulting people or whatever. Then he they did. won the Big Ten title that one year. Yeah, but Greg Bruner. Yep, I had that boast from my wall for years. <laughs> um, but for the majority of our life, they haven't been that good. Yeah, which is hurt. Which is hurt. Not me. I I, I could care less. <laughs> As you can tell, I don't follow Iowa basketball very well. Yeah. I didn't even know how many players I knew on the team. Yeah. But uh, I just what's gonna happen? They're if I were to guess, they get to like the quarterfinals of the Big Ten championship, mm-hmm. lose, get like a s- mid seed yeah. in the Big Ten tournament or in the NCAA tournament, lose first round. <laughs> Probably upset. They're, get, they're getting upset. Yeah, like they're a six seed, they're getting upset. Yeah, they have to I be a top four happen. seed to not get upset. Yeah, I can see that. Um, any other thoughts? I, I don't really have much on Iowa. I don't no, I mean they're just it's just classic imploding Iowa <laughs> basketball. Classic. Uh, Gary Dolphin, though, hot season for him. He got suspended for a couple things, for a couple comments he made about uh, calling. Uh, well, didn't he get suspended one time just because he, like. Criticized, like, one of the players, wasn't it? Well, he was pretty much just like, damn, like, these guys have studs. Why don't we ever get studs? <laughs> Essentially, that's what it, he was, like, talking, like, why don't we ever get good recruits yeah. like this? And it's like, oh, fuck, he's on, he's on the air. Maybe he shouldn't <laughs> say this. <laughs> he shouldn't say this on the air. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, th- I think he said something much worse. He called uh, this Maryland basketball player who's black. Like, I think it, he was during the game and call him boy. No, <laughs> he's doing well, and he called him like the King Kong of basketball or something, which is not the best terms to use. No, I'm sure he didn't mean it. No, as that's like the thing. A racist thing, but maybe he did. I don't know Gary Dolphin, so I can't speak to him. I, I, the way like I had read the context. It didn't like obviously no you should not say that yeah it's but more, like it's not like he was he's like a racist secret racist yeah. it was more like he's saying like oh he's destroying like the yeah team. and he just made kind of a terrible metaphor yep <laughs> and that happens um, yeah but he I'm, got suspended like I was shocked that they suspended him for two games I thought they would have just made maybe one one game or they would have just made him a pot like come out and just straight up apologize which he did I'm pretty sure so. Man. That I could see that dude not doing it after this year. He's that's had a what, rough year. I know. That's the thing is, I think uh, maybe it's uh, it may be on him, or maybe the administration secretly wants to push him out or something, and that this will be kind of the thing to get him. Which is weird because he's been around the program for longer than we've been alive, yeah. probably. <laughs> Dolph. Uh, but yeah, so that that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, so Iowa's had an interesting year, and I guess that leaves us with Iowa State. Uh, I'm gonna let you go with this. I know. I, I don't I, know anything about him. I wish we had a phone uh, phone call. Uh, well, I could do that I, if I was prepared more. <laughs> I could have uh, called up our friend Rusika and just had him call in and <laughs> give us his take. His uh, hot takes about how Iowa State's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, I think he's pretty upset with the team. Really? Um, based on my few interactions, seeing on Twitter what he likes, because you can see what people like. Um, Ooh. But I'm not going to say that this won't be going off of what I infer from what Ryan's <laughs> doing on his social media. But I think Iowa State is, from what I can see from gathering, from reading other things, um, sounds like Iowa State's also just imploding. Um, really? They've, they've had a couple. I think Cameron Lard, who was a good player for him last year, has gotten suspended again. Who I it, that he was supposed to be like his last suspension he had was supposed to be the last one and then he's kicked off the team. What's then, he suspended for? These I'm times? not sure. I think that I don't know the one that he was start off the year suspended. I don't think they ever said exactly what he did. Is there rumors? Like have you? Heard I I I'm sure if I dug into it I could figure it out, but I don't know. Okay. Um. 
But yeah, I think the team has had a lot. Like the last game they played, they lost to West Virginia, who isn't good. Usually they've been good, but they weren't good. Yeah. And uh, there was like a shove. I, I didn't really watch it that much, but it appeared at one point like these Iowa State players during the game just like shoved each other. Like they're upset. Like it just seems like I don't think the players get along with each other in Prome. Yeah. I don't think it's really Prome's fault necessarily. Is that their coach? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's kind of lost the team, whether it's. I mean, it's kind of his fault, but not entirely that the players, I think, just don't get along well with each other. And so the team's been imploding for the last couple weeks. Dang. You know they're also f- only, f- I saw this this morning, they're only five and four. At, I don't know. Whoops. Um, I think for conference play uh, at Hilton, which is bad. Ooh, the magic is drying the, the up. The magic is dried up. Um, so they're, I mean, it's it's funny because, yeah, like, Going into this week, at work on Friday, before you and I and Drake had really played in their tournaments, I joked to my boss, who's an Iowa State fan, I was like, man, Drake's like the best team in the state right now. And he like quote, pretty much agreed. Oh, yeah. Because, but now, somehow you and I might be the best team in the state if they won the tournament. Who did they play in the high V class uh, this year? God, who did they play? They got killed, though. I don't remember if it was Iowa or Iowa State. It wasn't even close. Really? Yeah. You and I was bad. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think they're not the United States. <laughs> not the best team in the state. I don't know. They all they all seem to suck. They, so is they, Iowa State going to make the tournament? You think? Oh yeah, they'll make it. They've they've had they've beat high quality teams. They beat Kansas and all that. Yeah, but isn't Kansas not as good this year as yeah. they usually are? It's still Kansas. They're ranked. You okay. know, they're still good. They didn't. Kansas actually this is the first year in like 15 years they didn't win the Big 12 championship. I saw that. <laughs> they'll probably win the tournament. Then. Oh yeah, they will. Um, so yeah, no, I think Iowa State will definitely still make the tournament. I think. I mean, technically, I don't think Drake would make it, but if you and I won, like, yeah, you could get the three schools. and Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Drake is too far out at this point for them. Drake will probably be – I'm assuming Drake would get in the NIT, though. Um, but, yeah. yeah so I, Iowa State will get in the tournament, and they could also have the same thing happen where they get upset in the first round. Oh, definitely. None of these – so I'll probably make a bracket where Iowa goes to the championship. That's a terrible bracket. <laughs> Better than anything else I'm going to put down. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the NIT, yeah. I just recently listened to the uh, podcast where Bill Simmons talked to Chris Bosch. Yes. And Chris Bosch is just like, the NIT sucks. Like, I don't know why that's a thing. <laughs> he just hated yeah. it. Yeah. And it makes me think, I like, listen to that, too. I'm sure teams are just like, fuck, we're in the NIT. Yeah, because it's like, wh- who cares? Like, yeah. It's not like you're winning it. You really get that much recognition. Even though I do remember the one year Iowa made the NIT and the campus w- went crazy for it. So if you're, I mean, I think if you're a school that doesn't isn't good ever and that's the first tournament you get in, you didn't really think you're going to get into the yeah NCAA tournament, then it's exciting. But yeah. yeah, when you're like normally in the NCAA tournament and you make the fucking NIT, that's crazy though. Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh, because I think he was only there for like a year. Yeah, and that he. It was in the NIT that he didn't make the other one. I think he was a top four pick. Yeah. Weird. No. It's crazy. That's basically all my – that's all the college basketball. Unless you got any other takes. I do have – so just getting back on Iowa State real quick. Yes. What are the odds they fire their coach and hire back the no. mayor? Not this year, no. You don't think so? No. He's not going to be available next year, man. Well, I, I think they're happy, and I think Hoiberg doesn't want to coach college ball. You think he's going to get another NBA job after that? Maybe. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I He's either that. I think he's, from what it sounds like, he wants to coach in the pros still or be in some 
role, whether because he used to be in the front office. Oh, uh, really? After the T Wolves, before he came to Iowa State, he was like in the front office of the T Wolves. Man, I don't know why you would want to do that. Like, I guess for uh, one, you make more money. Yes, I don't think uh, Hoiberg enjoyed the recruiting aspect of college basketball. That could be fair. So, I think that's it. I don't think he'll. I think Prom's fine. I, I think Iowa State fans like Prom. Like if they'd been, but do they shittier? like him more than the mayor? Uh, no. <laughs> I was gonna say the dude got the nickname the mayor. I know, but Prom's been good enough where it isn't like they're. I think if they were like to be like if Iowa State like was really shitty this year, then people would probably want Hoiberg. There'd be you'd see articles with people mm-hmm. being like, "Why don't we bring him back?" I'm gonna start it. I'm gonna start the vibe. You gonna start the vibe? Yeah. Did you guys hear Fred Hoiberg might come back to Iowa State? <laughs> start the rumors. Heard it here first. Start posting on Hawkeye Heaven and Cyclone <laughs> Fanatic yeah. to start riding rumors. Who is this insider? <laughs> Who is this of? insider guy? Uh, uh, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, that's, that's we, it. We talked about all these Iowa schools. It's definitely going to be either Duke or North Carolina or Gonzaga <laughs> winning the tournament. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Yep. Normal schools win. I don't even know who's ranked number one. I think those are the three. I think Tennessee was really good this year, which is crazy. Yeah. I don't Uh, know. know. We'll come back. I know I'm going to do whether you want to hop on, uh, but we'll be doing a March Madness preview with uh, Wade Taylor, who runs another podcast in Des Moines. Um, It's probably for the best. He probably knows more about basketball than I do. I think he knows a little more basketball than you do, but we're going to do a crossover episode. Okay. So uh, That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Um, That's it. Uh, John, before we let you go here. Yes. I got to ask, man. What's it like on the Old West? (laughs) I forgot we were talking about this. Uh, Truthfully, since the last time when I talked about my dear horse just getting getting hit by a train. train, um, I haven't played it that much. I think I did play it the one time I have played it probably since then. I I was up early on a Sunday morning. Much like today. Much like today. And I was gaming, and then I got a text from you saying, ah, oh, nice, getting the grind on, or something <laughs> like that. Because <laughs> it was like 7 or 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Like, I just woke up. Kim is a later sleeper than I am. Yep. So I normally am just up earlier in one, and just come downstairs. I'm like, all right, I'll just do this for a bit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you sent me that text. But basically, <laughs> my, my big update is, so my horse died, and, you know, I had to go back to my starter horse for a bit. But I went up back into the old uh, Great Grizzlies Mountains. I don't know what it is. The Grizzlies, the, the northern part of the map where there's mountains. Okay. There was a white albino horse up there. Ooh. And then I'd, I'd tried before um, breaking it. It's the hardest horse in the game to break. Is it majestic? Yes, it's beautiful. Oh. Um, but and it's very fast. Ooh. Uh, so I previously in the game, uh, before I, my horse had died, <laughs> uh, I got tried to get in this horse before. And like one time I broken it, but you have to, once you break it, you just can't put your saddle on it right away. You have to ride around for a bit. Got used to it. Yeah. You got used to it. And I forget what happened, but basically I was riding this horse and I got in a fight. I don't know if it was an animal or person. Basically, I knocked off the horse, and that horse ran away. So then I lost the white <laughs> albino. <laughs> it's like fuck that. So then that happened. You know, I got my other horse, got hit by a train, and then I went back up in that area. I was up there because now in this game, it's the map's so big. It's like I will only do something if I'm in that area. I'm not gonna just take 20 minutes to ride a fucking horse across the map. Yeah. 
so I basically um, went, finally got up there. It took maybe one or two tries. You know, mm-hmm. Arthur going, whoa, boy. Oh <laughs> boy, heel buddy, like that, jumping on him, <laughs> breaking him in. I broke him in enough to put my saddle on him, and now I've got a white albino horse that's gonna die probably. <laughs> s- I was just saying, is, is this horse invincible? Because otherwise, it nope. won't be around long. <laughs> I'm gonna kill it somehow. You're, you're gonna be like walking through a stream, and it'll break his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Yep. That's the thing. I've told people. I've since I've killed my that other horse. Um, I've told multiple people this story, and they're like, I've never killed a horse in this game. <laughs> and I'm like, I've killed multiple horses have died on me. So I'm really well, bad with horses. horses on train tracks. With, uh, with trains why coming. wouldn't the horse move if it heard a fucking train? Because it knew it's like, hey, Sean wouldn't put me in harm's way. <laughs> that's so fucking... I'm, that's so stupid. I hate... Oh, my God. That's so dumb. Oh, it's... I... I I laugh every time I think about it. Just jumping over this fence and... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, sounds like the Old West is getting a little tamer every day, Sean. It's a little, a little tamer, you know. Me and Arthur. Me and Arthur Morgan. That's my Arthur Morgan impression. Damn, man. It's not good. All right. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts, John? No, I don't have any. Hopefully, uh, next time we talk, it thaws out a little more and we can finally get to spring in this uh, Iowa weather. Yeah, that would be nice. Also, people, we're still looking for Roscoe stuff. So if you want yeah, to get on the Roscoe's, hit us up. I, I'm sorry I haven't brought this up more on the podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Roscoe's are coming up. Uh, so get your ballots in ASAP because I think we're going to probably announce the finalists here mm-hmm. probably the next podcast. Yeah. So All right. Yeah. That's it. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to the Pandering Talk. If you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe us and give us five stars on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Otherwise, if you want to reach out to us, please hit us up at our Twitter account at Pandering Talk or our email account at PanderingTalk at gmail.com. Plus, if you want to talk to Sean Dangler personally, hit him up at Sean Dangler. Jordan doesn't have Twitter because he's too cool for that. All right. Thank you, guys.